And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Prodigals Podcast. Uh, this is your boy Mark, and I'm joined by Billy and Alan. Hey, hello. And this one's a special episode because we're also joined by not Jed, the usual Jed around here, but Jed Fritz. Hey, hey I'm glad to be here. Welcome, Fritz. Um, so, if you for those of you who don't know Jed Fritz, uh, he has a podcast of his own. He calls it the Sevi Sit Down, and he interviewed the three of us there. And so we wanted to have him here to interview him. Um, he gave us such a hard time that we want to pay him back. Three against one this time. Three on one. Three on one. This is the grilling. Uh, here it goes. We're just, we're just joking. Uh, by the way, um, I just listened to Billy's today. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, yeah. I'm, too, I'm too nervous to listen to it. <laughs> you did well, man. Wow, thank um, you. Such a blessing. I appreciate um, but it. Those were some tough questions. I was sweating bullets. <laughs> when we were talking about it, I was sweating bullets. But um, yeah, so we'll we'll link his podcast in the description, the episode description, so you can check it out. Uh, but don't expect any um, uptick on v- listenership because. <laughs> We only have like five. <laughs> that's hey, including that's him. That's right. Including you. That's including you. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, so yeah, uh, this this episode this, this won't be table talks. It also won't be bi- let's get biblical. It's uh, what's, what should we call it? Guest who? Guest who? Oh, really? You got that one. Guest who? Yeah. I like that. I like um, that. All right, okay. so I'll roll with it. Uh, without further ado, uh, guest who? Hey, folks, we have a special guest today. We can't wait to share what they have to say. So settle in and grab your favorite snacks. We promise you this one will be a blast. Is it table talks? I don't think so. Let's get biblical, not quite. No, not cute Q&A or strange stories, but we guarantee you'll like it. It's guest who? Guest who? Guest who? Table talks? I don't think so. Let's get biblical, not quite. Guest no, not Q&A or strange stories, but we guarantee you'll like it. Guess table talks, I don't think so. Let's get biblical, not quite. No, Guess not you would name or strange stories, but we guarantee you'll like it. Alright, so Jed Fritz, uh, why don't you just uh, give us a little introduction to who you are? Uh, yeah, just some general information. Uh, who is Jed Fritz? 
Yeah, sure. Um, but before I get to that, I just oh. want to say it's I, I'm okay. I'll, I'll be ready to be grilled because I got to trade three <laughs> interviews for one. So I think that's more than fair. But uh, who is Jed Fritz? Um, I guess I have two names that I go by clearly, Jed or Fritz. So we can go by Jed Fritz here. Um, <laughs> Why not combine them? Sure, yeah. man. Uh, I guess I'm the third born of four children to my parents. I am a husband to a beautiful wife who Ooh, goes by the name nice. Jonah. Hey. Um, I'm a Christian, or at least I hold fundamental Christian beliefs, <laughs> I would say. Oh, um, this is going to be um, Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> interesting. Okay, okay. This is going to be uh, great. can get into that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am the current youth leader at my church but um i it will soon to be former youth leader because in january i will no longer be the youth leader but i was in that role for three years Mm. um i'm a recreation officer for the ontario government uh i'm someone who likes listening to ideas discussion uh, and just having overall good talks with different friends I'm the creator of Sevi Sit Down, as Mark pointed out, and I am someone who is honored to be here on the Prodigals podcast. Wow. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I quite enjoy the, the content that you put out uh, with a different, I guess, spectrum of uh, guests in terms of like where they're, they're at in Adventism. Uh, and their beliefs and all that. Like mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed all the interviews that you put on. Yeah, so, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, but you said you were a um, recreational officer. Yes, and you, you you're a youth leader as well. So, uh, l- just let us know, like, how did you get here? Like, how did I guess like Jesus change your life? Like your testimony, your brief testimony years. Okay. All that. Um, oh, I'll try and keep it brief. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, essentially, I was born into the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Um, as in my parents were SDAs. I did all the various things that typical SDA kids do, like adventurers, pathfinders, Bible Bowl, the various church outings. I didn't think much of it. It kind of was just the norm growing up. Uh, I wasn't super religious, but I spent a lot of time in church. And as a child, I guess I would say that I loved Jesus and I loved God as much as a childlike understanding of that would mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but then things started changing around grade 11 uh we you know you take biology in grade 11 and we started to learn about evolution and Mm. it was interesting because it made a lot of sense to me but i kind of just put that to the back of my mind and then fast forward a few years later if you remember about seven years ago there was a debate a famous debate between ken ham and uh (laughs) bill nye the science guy oh yeah about uh creation versus evolution and that kind of that was in my first year of university and that kind of like exposed me to it showed me a lot of the things that I didn't like about uh, the way some Christians go about things Mm. for example Ken Ham just kept saying like oh because the Bible says so (laughs) and he wasn't giving a lot of evidence and just in general when people try and discredit evolution per se they don't give a viable alternative with their own evidence they like they they disprove evolution without 
supporting creationism, but I'm not going to get too much into that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, nice. this basically just opened a, a rabbit hole where I got introduced to the major big thinking atheists like Christopher mm. Hitchens, Richard Dawkins, Lawrence Krauss, to name a few. And this, this kind of just like opened up a whole new world that I wasn't like not familiar with. And I would say by the end of my first year of university, I considered myself an atheist. Um, I had a lot of, mm. I had a lot of questions and I didn't have good answers, at least from my perspective at the time. I had a lot of concerns. There was logical concerns like, uh, creation and there was moral concerns like god of the old testament sexuality polygamy stuff mm -hmm. like that um and i basically couldn't stop thinking about religion <laughs> during a university um and it came to the point where i thought that everybody was brainwashed who attended at least the seventh day adventist church and then every week um i felt like the sermons were kind of like baby food and then people were just learning uh common sense lessons week after week and i got very like annoyed by it but i still kept going to church because mm. uh, my lola and lolo my grandma and grand uh, grandpa needed a ride to church so that wow. was that ride that's how they hooked you um, in that's how they kept that's you, how they in. Get you in yeah. they you, in. <laughs> you have to take your, your grandparents to church that's, that's how we're gonna that's, that's the secret sauce so that's hey and um <laughs> yeah i guess so and i um i still took positions in the church oh, really? like i was still teaching as an atheist Sabbath school. as an atheist, atheist. As an atheist. atheist. Okay. um i was i was i would say i was respectful enough to not tell people oh, yeah. to like oh like what you're believing is false wouldn't that be something though, that would be right? yeah i wouldn't do that um, <laughs> so your nominations come up okay i'll look i'll take it however <laughs> just so you guys know just fyi uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that, but um, during Sabbath school, I would encourage critical thinking and stuff like that. And I'd be like, why do you believe that? And be like, okay, well, think about that. Like, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't, I, I, I truly believe that if they critically thought, then they would leave the church. For sure. Um, but I wasn't trying to have them leave the church. I just wanted them to b know why they believe what they believe. Mm, yeah. Um, Which is really important. Yeah. 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 And then uh, it came to the point where... I just became bitter about everything church, even though like it was ironic because I was a part of church still. But it came a point where like there was a family being introduced and there was this girl my age. Um, if, if you know her, her name is Wida. But her and her family were being introduced to the church and they were new members. And I was so bitter about anything church related mm. that I had this mental thought where I was like, screw her screw her family and screw the church wow and she did nothing wrong uh, wow, i just want that that's cool. deep clear and and then um like basically i just didn't talk to her she sat at my table during potluck mm -hmm. and i yeah, didn't yeah, talk yeah. to her just because i was just every I, had, I began to have a toxic mentality about anything church or church related yeah. and then I'll, mm -hmm. I'll come back to wita again later on in the story but fast forward to fourth year um, university, there was this ACF winter retreat. ACF stands for Adventist Christian Fellowship. And then there was a winter retreat at Camp Frenda, which is a cottage in Muskoka. And then there was a lot of young people around my age, uh, I believe. Uh, some, I was there. Yeah, I believe Billy was there. Yeah, was there. And then uh, it was just different churches coming together. And then here, 
I was introduced to something I never thought was possible. It was the idea of a critical thinking Seventh Day Adventist. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rare, what rare a paradox! Pokemon. Yeah, oh, was that even possible? I thought it was an oxymoron. Um, <laughs> but so is it, okay. See, like my my mentality was very very wrong. But basically, here, um, I was able to have a lot of conversations with people and there was no such thing as a taboo topic. Like we debated Mm -hmm. stuff like abortion, evolution, gay marriage, stuff like that. And it was like, wow, this is different. But what was most important to me was that, at least for that time, was that I was being introduced to people my age who genuinely lived out their faith. Mm -hmm. And there was something different about them. Uh, There was like a different... Yeah, a different, how would you say, a different stride to their walk, some, walk something like that. They were all different. No, no, different. They, 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 yeah, there was something yeah, different, different about than the other young people. Buffalo, <laughs> different vibe. Different and vibes. I just, and one of those people who genuinely lived out their faith was Wida. And I felt so ashamed of myself because I was thinking like, man, like, why was I so mean to this, like, this girl unnecessarily? And yeah, she's yeah. like one of the nicest people I've ever met. Okay. And it was just, I just felt so bad and I felt so guilty that I wanted to spend more time with people like this. And I wanted to become genuine like them, Um, not necessarily believe what they believe, but at least be genuine, be like a nice person, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so their world kind of became my world. I became, I kind of did things that they would do. I, I would go to this Bible study at U of T on Friday nights. Uh, it's called Mustard Seed. Shout out Mustard Seed. And then on Monday nights, I would go to uh, Jed Kevin's house with people like Billy and oh, yeah, Aaron and, uh, you know, other people. Um, and then we would have yeah, Bible studies there. And this and I did read the Bible before, but like doing this, I felt like I was reading the Bible again through like new glasses, mm-hmm. like from a new lens. I felt like I was actually like yeah my first time reading it, i was so inspired and amazed by what i was reading specifically starting with the new testament Mm. um like i saw the sacrificial and selfless and loving life of jesus on like coming out of the pages and i saw the witness determination of paul Mm. and like it was really you know changing my mentality of like what the bible teaches and it really helped like i said that i knew people who i could see attempting to live similar lifestyles to these characters or um and then basically through these studies i came to two important realizations i would say one was a lifestyle realization and then one was a philosophical realization uh the lifestyle realization being that i realized that if i chose to live a selfless lifestyle one where i genuinely cared about other people with every action that I took that at the end of my life, it would be impossible to have any regrets with how I lived my life. Mm -hmm. And this is regardless of whether or not Christianity is true. Mm -hmm. So I believe that Jesus is the best teacher and someone worth modeling your life after. Um, And it's kind of like, if you know, this is kind of like the same mentality that kind of Jordan Peterson has, um, Dr. Jordan, like he doesn't necessarily know if he believes in God and Jesus, but he believes that Jesus is worth following. Um, But the philosophical realization was that 
I came to understand that without God, there's no such thing as free will. And then without God, there's no such thing as objective morality. And these two things are way too important to have a functional society. So that really bothered me. I'm like, okay, so well, nice, this is, man. I think there has to be God. Mm-hmm. But um, so at this point, I would consider myself a Christian and I would try and act like one uh, and behave like one. But then there was still a very important question, arguably the most important question still left to be answered, would, which was, is Christianity true? Mm. Um I believe that living a Christian, living as a Christian leads to a fulfilling life and it leads to a flourishing society. But would that world be founded on truth? And then eventually came along apologetics. And uh, this is where I came across Christian apologetics and it kind of brought this whole thing together. Um, And in short, the historical evidence uh, there is for the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus as accounted for by the New Testament is overwhelming and astounding to me. Uh, I'm just, I, I just have to name a few, sorry. How early the New Testament is written compared to the events taking place, mm. um, the eyewitness um, accounts and how they're actually actual eyewitness accounts you see that reliability in the gospels stuff that like how the bible includes embarrassing details that would not be included if it was probably a, a false doctrine mm-hmm. um maybe most importantly the suffering and torture that the early christians and disciples went through and like why would they go through that stuff if it was for a lie um the internal validation of the Bible, how like Jesus fulfills all the prophecies from mm-hmm. the Old Testament and the external evidence of how there's evidence for Jesus outside of the New Testament. Um, and so, yeah, I came to believe that truly, yes, that not only does living like a Christian lead to a fulfilling life, not only is it what is best for the flourishing of society, but being a Christian is actually something grounded in truth. Mm. And so all those things put together, best lifestyle, grounded in truth, um, flourishing society, that's kind of how Jesus changed my life. He completely changed my life. He did like 180. It. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. And I, I don't want it to sound like I am based on those things. I struggle with a lot of things. But, uh, you know, Jesus allows for a life worth living wow mm. amen wow. I wanna and that's it for clap. the prodigal podcast <laughs> um, i don't think there's anything else though, closing song, song, closing for... song. No. Um, yeah this is really powerful testimony like imagine just going to church like knowing that you are an atheist right and then yeah. how god used that like your time in church to meet wita Right. And yeah. then eventually wow. later on to meet her and to be amazed by her face. I don't know, man. You know, God's sovereignty, God's, man. God's my mind. working in everyone's lives. <laughs> and it's funny because you mentioned I, I, I was studying the Gospels in university. And you, you mentioned Jesus fulfilling the Old Testament mm-hmm. prediction, mm-hmm. like prophecies. Like for him, there's this crazy um, statistic where my teacher said for, for him to... To fulfill eight, eight of those prophecies, 
there was a what like zero point zero 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 one eight percent for that to happen. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy low. And that's only yeah. eight. And, and that's, that's only, only eight. eight. Yeah, he fulfilled that's crazy. all of them. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad your path led us to this. And um, This is why Jesus it, saved you to record this podcast. <laughs> so that you could no, be no, here on this podcast. Well, I'm glad no. to be here for um, whatever reason. <laughs> man, you're touching so many people's lives through your platform yeah man um and yeah jesus jesus god is using you through that platform but yeah just tell us uh what led you to podcasting yeah um in general i love podcasts i love the idea of podcasts uh it's not something that's constrained to a time limit for the most part it doesn't Mm. have interruptions of commercial breaks and unless you get more importantly you're not constrained by a time limit for the most part sure. yeah right? for sure yeah, unless yeah, you yeah. cap it at like yeah. a certain amount of time but um and in this format you're able to hear deep discussions and you're able to hear the points um more clearly because you're given more time to kind of hammer down the point Mm, you're trying to make or not necessarily like i'm not necessarily talking about myself but just in general the person talking during a podcast is able to hammer down the point they're trying to make and uh, the other aspect of it is that um, uh, podcasts allows for i think greater empathy because whenever Mm. i listen to a podcast even if i disagree with someone Unless they're a complete jerk, by the end of it, I think, wow, that was that's a good guy. That's a like I understand where they're coming from, yeah, sure. uh, even if I disagree. And like they seem like a cool guy. Like we could hang out. Um, yeah. So just discussion in, and yeah, and just 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 discussion in general is one of the best ways to discover new ideas and find understanding. Mm. So that's why I just in general I love the podcasting format. Um, so in terms of what led me to do a podcast on top of those things was that uh, like I said earlier on in my testimony one of my biggest reasons for coming to the faith was having the deep discussions with other critical thinking people or just yeah having those deep discussions and that happened all the time to be honest like it doesn't necessarily have to be in a formal setting sometimes it would just be like when you're out like getting pizza you're hanging out at somebody's house yeah uh you're uh you're having bubble tea and then all of a sudden you just have a conversation like oh is uh is heaven gonna be communist and then you just have like a and then you just have a deep discussion about that and communism but like that's just the that's just a joking example but like right, you just have episode. you have deep you have joke deep. based on yeah somehow i feel that's based on reality at some, at some level there's that's happened hasn't it that yeah that that, that has happened but the point happened. i'm trying to make is you have these deep discussions and the problem with it is that as great as they are they're confined to the people who are in attendance at that moment mm. and when Fair. you and yeah. when you try and maybe replicate it or bring up what happened to other people you kind of like it's not it doesn't feel the same and then you kind of have to tell the person like you just have to be there <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah. if you know you know. just one of those if things. you were there at that 2 a.m yeah. talk late at night 
<laughs> just had to be there. Yeah, <laughs> you just had to be there. I can't explain like, it. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. So I felt like having these conversations and recording them and putting them like in a public platform mm-hmm. does like does remove that confinement of you had to be there at that specific moment in time mm-hmm. to hear this deep conversation. It's like, no, you don't have to. You can watch it on your own free time. And so they can be there. And so that kind of was the idea behind Sevi Sit Down or the podcasting part of Sevi Sit Down. Nice. No, I nice. love that. I feel that. It's like, I just, yeah, I love podcasts because I just feel like a fly on the wall. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, just some, like someone listen to our podcast, just like a fly on the wall, listen to our conversation, just talk. And I love it. Yeah. Because like, I just love hearing people talk. <laughs> I love being here and people talk. It's so great. Especially like new ideas because like a mm-hmm. lot of like the, n- the new, like getting new perspective, I guess for me, in terms of like Christianity and theology because I just love going to really weird theology stuff. So <laughs> it just like, I don't know because like it just, yeah. Which is why we're here. Which is why we're here <laughs> yes. for you. Which is why there's a, a place for you. Exactly. Sure. Oh, dang, yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, I, I find that I listen to like both liberal and conservative like yeah. I listened to this podcast called the Crawford Roundtable. What um, podcast? What is this it's like podcast? Deeply conservative. They, Ooh, they. Um, I just realized that WDCX uh, ninety nine point five is conservative. Like oh I, yeah, I, I, like I never, deeply conservative. I never knew that. Like but then they they promote this. They promoted this and uh, put ads up for this podcast. So I started listening to it, and it's although I don't generally agree with them. It's it's nice because I see and hear other people's opinions yeah. and not just from the people that I like or agree with, right? So yeah. you're not stuck in the echo chamber of like the same yeah. Yeah. ideas and the same way of thinking about like certain thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then the nice. yeah. I was going to say Bad Christian Podcast. <laughs> oh, Bad Christian Podcast. <laughs> That's actually one of the first podcasts I listened to. But they were like, they're actually really educated. Um, but yeah. So do you think, uh, I guess like we can ask this about everyone. Like, do you guys think podcasting makes a difference in the world? And Fritz, so specifically, what what are some uh, responses on how you've you know touched people's lives through your platform? Oh, um, well, for your first question, do I think podcasting makes a difference in the world? I have to say yes, uh, because otherwise I wouldn't be yeah, doing it. Because this would be one big yeah, waste of time. time. <laughs> you know, we're just here just talking. <laughs> we're just talking to ourselves. We're just talking to ourselves. It's just a hobby. hobby. <laughs> it gives me an excuse to buy expensive audio gear. That's just it. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. No, it definitely makes some sort of difference in the world. And... Like I was saying earlier, it allows for deep discussions. It allows, uh, it exposes listeners to potentially new ideas or a better understanding, even if you disagree. It's a good learning tool. And, you know, just I can't help but think about like someone like Joe Rogan, who's got like the number one uh, podcast in the world and how influential he is because wow, of his yeah, podcast. That's so crazy. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, my own podcast, like, uh, what are some of the responses uh, I've received? I feel like most of the, I mean, all the responses I've received were positive, which is at least that's what I've been told. I don't know. If maybe people have negative responses and they just keep it to themselves. Um, 
they like what I'm trying to do, uh, they, as they say. Uh, people tell me that if their friend or someone they know was being interviewed or was interviewed, they like learning more about that friend or person. Mm, sure. So yeah, that's kind of cool. Be like, hey, I showed you a new side of your friend that you didn't see before. And some people like hearing testimonies because I usually have testimonies a part of my podcast. Nice. So they like hearing the various testimonies of how people came to the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I think one of, one of the things that stood out to me, like one of the interviews was Victoria. Yeah. And she came oh, yeah. from the occult and like that effect on her life. And yeah. Um, and that, you know, like talking about Halloween, it's like <laughs> that reinforces, I guess, like um, the, the things that we talked about. Whereas, like, we should really take people think like Halloween's like, oh, you should. That's that's fine. It's, it's so far removed from what it was before. Right. But people don't know really like this gravity of it, like the seriousness of, yeah. you know, playing with, you know, the, you know, the occult and evil spirits and all that. So. Yeah, um, it's cool. Uh, so, since you asked this uh, from us, <laughs> we're gonna ask you too. Um, what are some topics that you still want to talk about on your podcast? Oh yeah, there's a a lot. Um, it's kind of sad because when I created the podcast, I had a lot of these topics in mind, and I still haven't touched a lot of them uh but some of the topics include you know the sanctuary doctrine of adventism and the investigative Ooh, judgment wow. okay um you know you have your typical controversial topics which you guys have touched upon so like shout out to you guys like uh, lgbt issues women's ordination uh maybe a deeper dive into lng white oh man uh, i wanted to do that yeah <laughs> I mean, I would love to hear an episode from you guys about that. Um, I'm still also, learning. Still learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the Sabbath, oh, um, yeah. Adventism compared to other Christian denominations. But just like how you were saying, Billy, like you're like you. What did you say? You just you just don't know. Like these topics just make me realize how ill-equipped I am to discuss these topics, and even. I feel oh, like man. the more that's I us every that's us every week. That's <laughs> but there's every such week. I know there's such deep topics though that I feel like I need to know more, or I I don't want to go into them lightly. I should say fair because some of them are so fundamental. I would say to Adventism um, that I don't want to go into them lightly, and so I am studying them. Um, I will say just in general, it's something to pray about in my faith walk right now, to be honest, uh, a lot of these topics, uh, but I do want to cover them at some point. Um, but yeah, until then, until I feel competent enough, I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that's, we struggle with that every time we get together, like on a weekly basis, we, we feel that, you know, even though there are stuff that we, that we know that we've gone to school for. Yeah, that we've preached before, whatever, you know, <laughs> uh, we too, still man. feel, what? you know, woefully inadequate, right? Like that, you know, one of the things that I, that we wanted to do was mental health. None mm. of us feel anywhere close to that. No way. Right? Mm. Uh, the thing is, though, I mean, for at least for for this, for I guess the one thing that I do like about, uh, not the one thing, but one of the things that I like about podcasting is that 
Now you make your own rules. That's in the true. sense that That's you true, can yeah. you can define the parameters in which you're talking about, and so the question is like that we've talked about, and I guess I'm sharing this. I'm asking this of you: Do we have to know what we're talking about in order to talk about it? Whoa. Well, okay. Uh, I don't necessarily think you have to know what you're talking about, but I also think there's at least I feel like a little bit of a responsibility to not just be spewing anything out. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I don't want to misrepresent right. any oh, okay. like doctrine. Um, for example, uh, like that might be so cornerstone. Like I don't want to misrepresent like the, the sanctuary doctrine per se um, or whatever. So I don't think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, maybe it's a self-inflicted responsibility, but I don't. You don't necessarily have to know everything because I definitely don't know a lot about what I talk about. But certain issues, I feel like you have to go in with, you know, a little bit more yeah, substance. Yeah, you know, mm, and and I, I guess I should have prefaced that by saying, you know, at least you know, I get you know, I, I, at least a, 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 a handle on it on what you're talking about, or else you won't know exactly where to go, and you'll just be like riffing everything. Um, but in the sense that, because we, like I said, we struggle with, hey, at least, at least uh, at the very beginning, I know that I spent like hours trying to research on the things that we talked about, that we were going to talk to, <laughs> oh, talk about. Because I didn't want it, and I, I feel a deeper pressure to, to know things, Cause you're right? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of my, my history. So, you, you know, I, I felt that I needed to do that but you know as it as it you know as we go along there's less of that that pressure wow um to know um mm-hmm. and so I I feel that there's a that at least for our our podcasts and I don't know if that if that translates to yours as well but there's a you know there's a, a, a realistic sort of like hey we're doing this we're, we're talking about this and not just propaganda spewing oh mm-hmm. i feel that right feel like that. We, we have to like it, yes we yes yes we believe in christianity yes we um we want people to know it and we want you know we want you to have a uh, a, a better sort of understanding of it and have a deeper relationship with christ but at the same time you know uh not be the the cheesy sleazy car salesman Right, where everything is like almost. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're not a Christian masterclass here. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, sort of like, gonna get that here. And I almost feel that that's kind of like what will, what may have in your earlier stages of Christianity. That's what annoyed you the most, right? That people were just putting stuff out there because you're Fair towing enough. the company line. Towing the company line, right? Um, and so, yeah, there has to be a, a certain amount, I guess, the, the realism of, hey, we don't know everything, right? Um, I'm trying to adopt that in in my approach to this uh, because it is freeing, if anything, oh, so I don't have to spend hours trying to research and figure out and remember and you know memorize sort of the answers that I want to give just mm, so true. I can told the company line wow that's so crazy because like i was really the exact opposite of that <laughs> <laughs> zero, no I, like, zero, zero i'm coming in i'm like all right let's see how this goes 
But like, I, I think like there's a, I think there's a, a fine line between like there is some responsibility because like when I come into the podcast, when I used to come in with like knowing nothing, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna base it all off the gospel and we'll go from there. But uh, I think that's doing a disservice to like the different ideas and the different theology that is out there. I need a little, a little bit of stuff and have a little bit of responsibility with like the, the thoughts and the uh, you know things I say. But I do like spewing things out too. <laughs> As you have noticed. Yeah, let's yeah. things out. Uh, that was a conversation. I, okay, I not a master class. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand where you're coming from. It was like that responsibility. And Jesus did say that um, there's a level of responsibility. There's a different level for teachers. Yeah. Right? And to a certain extent, like podcasting, like we are putting ourselves in a posture of, you know, like speaking to people. Fair. And that's okay. kind of like, Teaching and on a different plane than just you know being a I guess like a like a pastor or church like... member or something mm. where they're not really teachers and they have less responsibilities. Although you know we should all work towards being teachers and being elders and um, being a different difference maker in the kingdom of God. But yeah, Jesus did say that you know we should be careful of what we're saying if we're coming if we're presenting ourselves as teachers Mm. Um, but there's also something to be said about as people who are you know doing content creation or putting ideas out there like we still like i still feel like there needs to be some room that we should give that or like i the idea that we should put forward that we don't know everything Mm. right like we we're we're humans. We we're, we're not scholars, and we're not. Um, yeah. We're, we don't we don't do this for a living. We don't get pieces yeah, on yeah, every single think. topic that we're going to talk about every single week. And because uh, there are people they, they out exist. there that have that. Yeah, yeah. And we're I, on the sanctuary. And that's why I think talking. like we we feel so hesitant on doing the like the other stuff, like the mental health and the LGBTQ, because we do not want to get in there and being prepared right so yeah. yeah yeah at the same time though i mean the once again the beauty of podcasts is that you can build that into the structure of you know your conversations of your recordings of the content that you put out you know in, in the beginning we we started to say in the beginning hey we're not we're not experts we're just a couple of guys just talking right we've got a little we've got a little bit of background into what we're talking about but by no means are we any experts mm. Right, and so you can build that into, uh, you can build that into your your thing, and then you know the people that are listening, listening and choose to listen to you, you know, sort of adopt that, knowing that this is what you're about. You know, if you can be, if you can be transparent and you can be sort of upfront about, hey, this is the format, this is what we're coming with, knowing that we are, we don't have the thesis on all of these things, right? Uh, that wh- whoever your audience is, they'll that'll just be a thing, right? That's just how they'll process it in the sense that okay, so these are the parameters in which they're talking about, mm. right? And so our podcasts, casts, right, <laughs> uh, gives us a certain amount of freedom to talk about things that, as we've said, doesn't always get talked about, right? Um, fulfills a need, and yet sort of maybe even in some way ourselves you know exploring and growing in that process right true yeah that's fair 
So, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so moving on. Um, what has your experience been as a content creator? Do you feel like do you feel like creatives are appreciated enough by the church? I think like every content creator, there's highs and lows. Um, something that I've learned or I, I've known from the start, but I've learned actually doing it is that being a content creator takes a lot of discipline, or at least to do it right or to do it, you know, regularly. <laughs> shout out um, Mark, man. Yeah, shout out to Mark and his, uh, like I was just, I was telling you guys earlier, like I recorded my episode with Billy like over a month ago and it only came out today. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of work, I'm not making any excuses because I know I could make I could do more but a lot of work does go into it like mm. for example coming up with the questions um recording editing on the Instagram side of things all the memes that you see I've created myself you know, man he's a one man show um, <laughs> and then I post the memes and on the website I I don't do it anymore but I had written articles so I used to write articles uh, or I would get yeah I still read those all the time get people to write me articles yeah um, so it was a lot of work. I could definitely be doing more, but that's been my experience. I also, uh, I do also, to be honest, like getting feedback of positive feedback kind of like helps me continue, mm-hmm. uh, what I'm doing. Sure. Um, I try not to think about numbers, but when I do, it can sometimes be disheartening. Um, yes, people support me, but I, I always have that thought in the back of my mind, like, are they supporting what I'm doing, like in I as as an idea, or are they actually supporting me by like actually listening to the content that I'm mm. creating, or like are they sharing that kind of thing? Like, is it that they are they actually supporting me in a tangible way, or is it just like the idea? Um, but I try not to get too caught up because I feel like that's getting too caught up in myself, that kind of thinking. Mm. And I try and remind myself that you know if at least one life is changed and that can have a major ripple effect and if one life is changed that's of infinitesimal worth you know like the idea of like leaving the 99 for the one uh not saying that i'm changing lives here but never um, know <laughs> never know man yeah god so, is using you i feel like it yeah uh, thank you but that's been my experience as a mm. content creator um what was your second question uh do you feel like creatives are appreciated enough by oh, the church okay uh yeah so i i do feel like creatives are appreciated by the majority of members of the church but i don't think that there's necessarily a space or role for them to grow in that creative ministry so for example sevi sit down isn't a church position uh to be filled it's something that i created myself but at the same time i don't think it should be uh a position to be filled it's kind of that's the whole part of the creative aspect i think that uh the i think the best thing that the church could do for creatives uh to feel appreciated is to promote creatives and at least listen to their content and express verbal support mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah then that's primary and then secondary would be if you're a member and you feel like you have a skill or a way that can benefit a creative then that's secondary for example just taking the idea of podcasts i'm I'm seeing all this expensive equipment like if you have the equipment and you're like i support what you're doing i can give you some equipment if you had some lying around that kind of stuff like that that would be 
I think secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, primary would just be expression, expressing support and like being that audience for creatives. So I don't think that the church as an institution needs to create positions for creatives, but I do think the church as a body to show more appreciation uh, needs to support and promote creatives in their independent ministries. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like if I feel like the church is starting to go towards that trend where mm-hmm, yeah. you know Caleb Isley, um, the guy behind Humans of Adventism. Oh yeah, I think he great. got a he got a job in the Oregon Conference, whereas he now has a thing called like Humans of Oregon or something, <laughs> or like. Adventist in Oregon or, or something like that but um, he he started to tailor that towards the Oregon Oregon conference kind mm-hmm. of thing um, so I think more and more like we're we're st- like we as a church are starting to do that um, I guess like at least for our denomination I think um, I think for the whole Christian church it's been that way for a little while like what if you know creatives are more uh, I guess celebrated in other de- denominations or uh, in other bigger churches. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Are do you feel appreciated, Billy? Do I feel appreciated? <laughs> I appreciate you. Oh, thank oh. you. Oh, do I do? Do you f- do you, do you feel like uh, creatives are or content creators? Ah. <sighs> I don't think so, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so because I think if they were, if like the church would be, um, would it be appreciated of like the creatives and like the certain ministries people are doing, they'll put money into it. <laughs> that's where, that's where, yeah, that's where, that's where it's kind of spicy. That's where the rubber meets the road. Exactly, that's where the say? rubber meets the road. So like, if if because I think like being a content creator is like that's where like the culture is and where the future is heading in terms of like I think reaching people. Right in terms of like there's social media, there's Twitter, there's Instagram, there's TikTok. Those are places that where we we can be voices of, I don't know, we can like share who Jesus is or be critical thinkers and share thoughts and share ideas. And I don't know. I'm just like just thinking of like how we can be. Uh, I mean, it just enables us. I just enables uh, Christians uh, to be more relevant within. I don't know the culture nowadays and trying to reach out to people and I don't know what people are on. Yeah. And I I don't know how much has changed, but, um, you know, when I, when I was going off to school, uh, the, the group of us that were, that were more musically inclined, one of the biggest gripes that we had was that, you know, their church, our churches, they appreciate us, but they don't, they don't support, necessarily sort of like the financial aspect of it right thank they you want you good job yeah, Pat they the know back. who the special music's gonna be every other week right and they'll call on you but it's only because you fulfill a need for them and you don't get paid for it right um and, and that's not to say that everybody should get paid when you sing in church right uh but you know there's there's this there's this this notion at least amongst um, musicians with like serious musicians, um, in in at least in the Adventist Church, that oh you you kind of 
get taken advantage of, <laughs> right? For the lack of a better way of putting it, right? Because, you know, they just want you because you need to fill in a time slot, right? And you're good at what you do. And it's great for the programming. And so people will think, hey, yeah, the programming in this church is great. Therefore, the programmer is great. Therefore, you know, come to our church and be members and contribute to, you know, the building fund and all the other stuff. But, you know, I, I can't imagine going going back to the original thing is that I don't know how much has changed in that in that regard. As it trans as it transfers over from the musical side to the content creation creation aspects of it, um, and I, I I don't know if it's just because we feel hey this is church everybody has to has to pitch in because let's face it the administrators don't get paid for the work that they do either, mm. right? So there is this there is this odd sort of yeah. dynamic, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, Alan. Um, and I would also add on the kind of like as a content creator, like a podcaster, I'm worried about like, you know, if I am funded by the church, if they don't like what I say, like I think I of like the idea. Yeah, of, and that's the other. The idea of Advent Next. You, yeah. You kind of, um, you kind of have that constraint. So it's kind of like the church supports you but how do they do that but still allow your independence so maybe like like a donation kind of thing rather than like uh like employment employment Employment. yeah Yeah, so that's kind of what i was trying to say earlier where i feel like church body like the church body as members i believe can show more appreciation but i don't necessarily think the church as an institution um, I mean, I will say for your example with the singing, Alan, I think if the church invites you, they should probably <laughs> give you some traveling <laughs> funds. That would um, be nice. That would be good. But, uh, here's lunch. Um, here's a potluck lunch for here's you. Here's a potluck <laughs> lunch. <laughs> and our genuine thanks. And our, and our, gen- our heartfelt thanks. Yeah, you know, uh, and it worked. But I de- I, that you run in absolutely with, you know, with funding. Sort of like, you know, when it, what came to mind was... The golden rule from Aladdin: Whoever has the gold makes the rules. Right? Mm. That's just a different sort of <laughs> dynamic a, that you don't want to get into. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's good. That's a good golden rule. Never heard that in my uh, children's movies. Guys, <laughs> guys, guys. <laughs> there's so much to learn. All right. So yeah, uh, yeah. There's definitely there is a, 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 a yeah a minefield that's there when you start to get into the money aspect of it, mm. right? Mm. Um, and so maybe hey. Patreon. Patreon. You know, it doesn't have to be like the organization itself, but hey, if you listen yeah, to this uh, and, yeah. you know, you like what you, you know, throw hey, a couple of bucks. setting up a Patreon account. Yeah, for both, for both <laughs> podcasts. Uh, <laughs> calendar with Billy. <laughs> you got a Billy calendar. You got a Billy calendar a Billy. with yeah. um, uh, <laughs> with the highest tier of uh, donation. And we send you some cookies. 95 cookies <laughs> thesis cookies <laughs> collect them all um yeah so i guess like, um i guess we're gonna ask you you asked this of us too and, and sorry for taking your questions and um <laughs> but uh, i guess like our our question is just what what is your hope for the church oh man that's a good um, question 
I hope we that. just had to take it. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope that the church lives out more the character of Jesus. And I think I think that's my hope for every individual member. Mm-hmm. Um I guess that's one of my hopes. Another hope maybe as a institution would be you know, teach more about apologetics. <laughs> I, I think that that's fundamental. That's not my biggest hope, but uh, that is a hope. And, and I hope that, uh, I, okay, I, I'll, I always go back to this. I hope that if you go to church, it's because you truly believe in what, in what is there. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I want everybody to critically think mm. and to, you know, be like grounded in, your beliefs and uh like this might be heresy or whatever but i i always have the thought that like if you genuinely think that atheism is true and like christianity is not then like i want you to be an atheist um i want you to come back to christianity but i want you to live out your life like an atheist that's what i'm trying to say like i want you to live out genuinely and i hope that my hope for the church is that it's filled with genuine christians Mm -hmm. Mm. i see where you're coming from not heresy. <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. All right. Um, okay, one last question. Are you interested in starting a Survivor podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, uh, for all, that's so cool. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Jed, is a, Jed Fritz is a Survivor fan. And, Survivor fan, and so am I. So yeah. we, co- we connected recently about oh, some really? of our favorite castaways. <laughs> So, oh, like, okay. Survivor. It's like the TV show. 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 Yeah, TV okay. Show. Oh, the show show. <laughs> but, um, just like how to survive like Survivor <laughs> Man. Like, like, wow. <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't know. But no, just, uh, I was just joking. No, I'm waiting but, for it. It's yeah, going to be the theology um, of Survivor. The theology. The psychology, the theology, theology of Survivor. Lessons we can learn from Survivor. Exactly. I'm sure there's a book out there about that. No, but now there's going to be a podcast about it. <laughs> now there's going to be a podcast. <laughs> uh, just joking. Uh, but... Yes, uh, just to wrap this up, we genuinely thank you, Fritz, for joining us. Yeah, I'm so glad to be it's, here. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Hopefully we didn't gang up too much on you. <laughs> no, no, no. We, 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 we play nice. It's okay, it's a play guest who, so. Yeah. Guest who. Um, I can't wait to hear, like, whatever the music intros for guest who will be. <laughs> oh, yeah. There will be one. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll ask Billy to, there we go. to record that one. There we go. Or Alan, since... Uh, your well, your segment has been done away with like the problem. That's okay. I'll give you a dollar that's to support a, your music. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll pay you in wow. uh, potluck lunch today. I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> yeah, and um, you'll be with us too next episode. Uh, you'll be with us next episode too. Yeah, as looking we forward talk. to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. So next week we'll be talking about Herman. Uh, Apologetics. So, <laughs> hermeneutics. Ah, apologetics. So, um, yeah, Fritz has talked about a bit about apologetics this um, this episode, and, and we're going to delve deep into that. It, so, we're going to delve deeper into that topic. So, yeah, stay tuned. Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at The Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and review. 
It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigal's Podcast.